we already know we don't take Demontis Sabonis for granted. So I wanted to big up Demontis out of his three offensive rebounds. Two of them were on Victor Wembanyama, and out of his eleven made shots, eight of them were on Victor. Sometimes with another defender like Sohan, Keldon. It's also good to see Barnes getting a little bit into the offense in the fourth, which kind of I think threw off the Spurs a bit, just because they weren't used to him being an option. Herder was great tonight. He's like, I normally, you know, I always talk shit about Herder, but tonight he's the guy that I want him to be. Hey, it's Daly. We had a really good discussion after the Kings win over the San Antonio Spurs, but it was really short, so I didn't feel comfortable in just putting that up as an episode. Just wanted to add some interesting things about the game. First off, we already know we don't take DeMontis Sabonis for granted, so I wanted to big up DeMontis out of his three offensive rebounds. Two of them were on Victor Wembanyama, and out of his 11 made shots, eight of them were on Victor, sometimes with another defender like Sohan or Keldon. Two of his layups, though, were blocked by Victor, to be fair. And interesting enough, um, in the lineups, the Kings had two uh, plus six lineups. Um, the first one was in the second quarter, and that lineup was with Monk, Herter, Davion, Chris Duarte, and Domas. They were a plus six in the second quarter, and they went on an eight to nothing run. And then the closing lineup was Fox, Herder, Monk, Keegan, and Domas. They went on a nine to nothing run in the final two minutes, and they were a plus six as well. So I thought that was really interesting. I really wonder if that's going to be the lineup we close with. Uh, I think that is uh, when I look back on games. However, I do think if Herder's not shooting well, shooting well during a game, he's usually replaced by either. Barnes, also Trey Lyles, I think, as well. I'd have to look. I do want to shout out Devin Vassell. Uh, most of the game, he was guarded by Uncle Keegs, Kevin Herter, Trey Lyles, Malik Monk, and, and even Alex Lynn on a few possessions, and he scored on them all. So this is one of those games where I don't think there was too much the Kings could do defensively um, to get him out of rhythm. He was just on one, and there's nothing you could do in the fourth quarter, his main defenders were De'Aaron Fox and Keegan. And we all know that Fox got that key block on Vassell with 50 seconds to go. But yeah, there were a few possessions where uh, Vassell lost Fox on a cut uh, to the basket for a dunk, I think, or a layup. I'm not sure. But, you know, again, shout out to him. Devin Vassell created his own space with hesitation moves, pump fakes, pulling up in space and just knowing when to cut when his defender was distracted. Uh, just a really smart player and, and a joy to watch. And I, and I know people have issues with the Kings beating, barely beating an 11-win team. But if you watch the Spurs, you know how good they are. They're just really young. Uh, they're not very deep. Um, I, I think their bench is probably the main reason they lose. Uh, it's a lot of young players. In the last 10 games, they're 27th in offense, 24th on defense, and then 26th in net rating with a minus 8.4. They have 11 wins, but their quality wins is are against the Timberwolves. They beat them in January, and the Timberwolves were at full strength. And then they beat the Lakers in December when the Lakers went in on a slump after their in-season tournament win. Um, in that game, they didn't have AD. So I realize uh, the concern, but if you've listened to this podcast, you already know uh, I'm a huge proponent of, of variance. 
I think in this league, any team can have its day um, on a good night. If if the Kings play poorly and the other team, no matter how quote unquote poor they are, even if they they have less than 15 wins, they still have a chance. First of all, our defense, we already know is subpar, uh, is average to subpar uh, a lot of the times. And, and if the Kings have mental lapses and they're, and if they're not hot, we all know what the result's going to be, especially if the other team gets hot. It is what it is, and we all know how other teams shoot extremely well against the Kings for whatever reason. Um, so that's it for me. Enjoy the discourse uh, about the Kings' win uh, over the Spurs. See you soon. Welcome to the Sports Ethos Kings cast. It's daily. I'm solo tonight, uh, and maybe my co-hosts come through. Um, maybe not. It's all good. I do have my man David here uh, to help me recap the game. So let's begin. First quarter, Fox, Herter, and Domas carry the load and shoot 80% from the field. Herter punches in two threes on defense. Fox guards Sohan and forces a missed layup. Quarter ends with the Spurs up 32-30. Second quarter, Chris Duarte hits two threes. Domas pump fakes and makes a layup in the middle of three Spurs. Victor included on defense. Len subs a women Yama drive and forces him to kick out. Monk got two blocks. Kings up 65-57 at the half. Like, early on, I was, I kind of knew the Spurs um, shooting would probably go down. They were shooting like around 60%, so I kind of figured that would go down to the first quarter. So it was good to see them starting to, the Kings starting to take the lead by the second half. And the offense was humming. It was just like the defense wasn't really coming as much. Like, they were getting, Spurs were getting a little bit too much inside the paint, but the Kings were doing a great job also passing and moving the ball. And I really was hoping that they'd like take over in the second half um, after that, how that first half ended. And the first half, I think, ended on a really good note with them taking a, an okay lead going into the half. Right on. And I'm glad they took the lead despite missing a lot of open shots, but uh, I totally agree. Third quarter, Keegan guards Devin Vassell, who was hot all night and stops his drive. Domas Euro steps by Victor for a dunk. Keegan hits a three. Monk gets a steal and a dunk. Domas throws a dime on a fast break. To Herter for a layup. Kings up 93-87. Spurs are hanging around. Fourth quarter, Herter and Domas make sweet pick-and-roll magic for an easy layup. Fox and Domas also go to a two-man game, which ends up with Domas dunking on Zach Collins. Spurs take a one-point lead with three minutes to go. Victor Wimbanyama is put in. Fox hits the clutch three with a minute and change to go. Keegan throws down a lob from De'Aaron that brings the house down. Kings up three with 58 seconds to go. Fox with a clutch block on Devin Vassell, who tries to dunk. Kings win, light the beam. David, your thoughts? Well, what I would say is, uh, obviously, it's good to win a game you should win. Um, I give the Spurs a lot of credit. That team's young, but they like they they hustled against us and kept that game close. I think it was a really good thing to see how we could close out well in a close game. We've seen this team do that especially Fox. Um, and especially it was good to see Fox closing out defensively, not just on his offense. Like I know he's worked on trying to be more of a two-way player. It was good to see that. It was also good to see Barnes getting a little bit into the offense in the fourth, which kind of, I think, threw off the Spurs a bit just because they weren't used to him being an option. Um, and so, yeah, overall solid, uh, I think, like getting the win down, um, like taking care of business when you need to. And it was very much a game where you, the Kings went in and just, managed to take care of business even with a really hot and young Spurs team that 
tried to give them as much trouble as they could. Um, so get the win, light the beam, and now go off and regather yourself, ready to play the Clippers in L.A. Right on. And it's funny, Spurs color commentator Sean Elliott, he goes, yeah, you know, the Spurs, they're a young team. they got to learn how to be more consistent. I'm like, shit, this Kings team is a veteran team, and they need to learn how to be consistent. But, yeah, I'm glad they held on for the win. Ty, what's happening? I hope you watched the game. Good day, good day. Um, I did. I did actually watch the game today. Um, uh, De'Aaron Fox, he looked so much more comfortable today. I tweeted that. Uh, same with Monk. Like, they just really took advantage of those non-Wemby minutes. And that's what you needed to do, especially when they're running lineups of uh, Keldon and Zach Collins. They're just, both of them are too slow-footed to uh, keep up defensively, especially if you're um, like the Kings, how they love to get teams out of rotation. Sabonis so was really good. I liked how he wasn't afraid of Wemby, even though Wemby uh, uh, stuffed him a few times. He continued to attack his chest. And that's kind of what takes out a shot blocker is when you go at the chest. Outside of that, I mean, the defense is a defense. I, I'm not going to be a broken record. That still needs to be fixed. But it was, it was a really good game being, uh, you know, uh, non-Kings fan or non-Spurs fan. Just a great game overall. Right on. I tend to agree. Uh, however, I will say, is it crazy to think that maybe the Spurs win this game if Wembenyama does not get put in? I feel like he gets put in at 3.53. Spurs actually have the lead or or they're almost close to getting it. And Vassell, Kelvin Johnson, everybody was hot and they were in rhythm. Wembenyama comes yeah. in, and I'm sure for defensive purposes, but then they go to him. And I feel like because they go to him about twice uh, in the final frame, in the time of final four minutes, everybody else lost their rhythm and the rest is history. Wemby was trolling today. Like, there is no other way to put it that he was trolling because the amount of just dickhead shots he took, especially for his size, I didn't get it whatsoever. And my issue with the Spurs is they have such a great fluidity um, with their off-ball action, so it's different, right? Both of your teams love to uh, move the ball, play in pace, and be a ball movement team. But the way they do it is by cutting actions, um, you know, uh, cutting off uh, backdoor and stuff. It's just I don't think they have enough plays to actually get the shooters open. So you saw so many times that Devin Vassell was wasting so much energy just trying to uh, push off a De'Aaron Fox um, in those like final minutes, you know? So uh, I think it just goes down to that, like the offensive execution. Yeah, and I always say, let's beat them up now uh, before they get really good. Uh, it's just a matter of a few pieces for them, and I think they'll be right there uh, next season, the year after that. It's, it's crazy. Uh, so glad to be back, though. Seriously, I hope everybody enjoyed their basketball break. Sorry to everybody who actually spent time watching the All-Star game. We could talk about that if you want. Uh, I'm, I, I think it's been talked about to death. There have been so many think pieces on how to improve the All-Star game. It, it's ridiculous. And, and it's like, at this point, why weigh in? It's kind of silly. Like, I watched like the three-point contest and that stuff. I never really bothered to watch the All-Star game anymore. So, um, unless like, other than when like Fox and Sabonis were in, and even then, and really watched the whole thing. So, and that three point contest was fun. The Rising Star game was 
okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw Keegan hit a three and and get a dunk. I think. Um, yep. And then I wasn't happy that Paolo overshot him on a lob, uh, which I thought was going to be really good. But then he overshot him. I think he was being a hater. That's just my theory. But yeah, uh, I saw Keegan play. That was fun. Yeah, like the hard part is a lot of those guys, especially, are going to hot dog most of that game. So you always kind of get that. But at least with like the Rising Star, because it's set on a number of points, it doesn't drag, which is kind of the problem with, I would guess, the All Star game to some degree. But the three-point contest is great. Um, so that was fun to watch. Right on. Uh, Eurosec, what's happening? Hello. Um, so, yeah, when we talk about the NBA All-Star uh, weekend, NBA All-Star, we, NBA All-Star um, activities, I mean, the competitions or weekend, whatever you call it, is the stupidest basketball shit humanity can ever see. Um I I never watch it. I never um, get up for that shit. And then I watch the highlights. I see Jalen Brown's dunks. I see a stupid um, NBA All Star game, and I just I just love that. I mean, I just love that. I didn't wake up for that shit. Okay, let's pass that. Uh, so talking about tonight's game, um, it was an amazing game for us. Um, I can't even tell anything negative about the Kings for the first time. Even Kevin Herder play, played amazing. Uh, even though Devin Marcel, his guy, scored a lot, it wasn't his fault because he wasn't the one who defended uh, Marcel uh, most of the time. The guy is just a you know amazing player. He's gonna be he's gonna be an all star in the future. Devin Marcel is. Is hell of a player, and he played well. Um, the only thing is, we need a backup center as soon as possible. Alex Land isn't him, isn't the guy we need. Um, when Mike Brown played Javal McGee a lot, we were all mad at him. Like we, like everybody on Twitter, they they all said, "Oh, why is McGee, McGee is playing a lot? Like why is Alex Land not playing over McGee and stuff?" But now. Like we see that Alex, like Mike Brown knows something, you know, like Mike Brown knew that Alex Lyon wasn't good either. Like both of them are not NBA caliber players. That's the only negative thing I can say about tonight. Other than that, all of the guys played well. I'm so glad that we won. Hopefully against Clippers, we're going to grab a win too. And we're going to continue. Oh, and also, I also love that the officiating of this game was phenomenal. It's some EuroLeague officiating, okay? It's not like when you touch it, when you touch a guy, it's a foul. Like when you pass a guy, it's a foul. Like they, they call foul on everything in today's NBA, especially against LeBron. Like you, the guy is untouchable. So, uh, but tonight, like the refs actually... Like, let the players play some basketball. It's a fucking contact sport, okay? You you got to be allowed to touch the guy. So they let us, I mean, they let the players play, and we watched an amazing game. I had a lot of fun watching the game. Okay, that's that's all I can say. Thank you. And defensively, who do you, I, I was doing so many chores around my house, so I couldn't pay attention to everything. Who was guarding Vassell for most of the time? Um, it was kind Herder of like Mitty, right? Go ahead. Yeah, Herder guarded him, and then Keegan, and down the stretch, I saw Fox guarding him. 
Like we tried everything. The guy is just a, an amazing basketball player. You know, it's not Herder's fault. I mean, I keep winning because I bet on Devin Vassell and the Kings. But again, it's not Herder's fault. No, Herder I mean... was amazing. Herder was great tonight. He's like, I normally, you know, I always talk shit about Herder. But tonight, he's the guy that I want him to be. Not to sound too basketball-y, uh, but he was a perfect connecting piece today uh, as far as his assists and how he moves with the offense. It, yeah, he had a great game tonight for sure. Everybody did an amazing job today. Everybody. Well, I hope this keeps up. Yep. For the rest of the season. If this keeps Except up. Except Alex yeah. Lan is like, you know, he keeps, you know. I, I don't know, man. He's, I think him and McGee, they show flashes, and that's all you could ask for. You know, like Again, one every four games, they'll actually have a decent game, score about eight to ten points, and get a few blocks. Uh, it doesn't happen all the time, but I, I totally know what you mean. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can line up at least ten Euroleague centers better than Alex Len. That's he's not an NBA caliber player. He's not. Well. That's all we have. I mean, you know, hopefully they hold it down for a few minutes in the playoffs. Uh, I hate that I'm thinking that far, but I have to believe that this team is, is going to be making the top six by season's end. And, you know, that's all they need to do, right, is just hold it down for eight minutes so Domas can get some rest. Well, if we make the playoffs, they're not going to be – they're not going to be nice on us again without some defense. We're not going to be able to pass the first round. But again, I mean, in the playoffs, we see like giant De'Aaron Fox performances. Like we see amazing, you know, we see amazing Sabonis, of course. We don't know what's going to happen in the playoffs. We were, like, I, I keep saying this, we were literally one Kavan Looney away from making the Western Conference Finals. If we had a guy like Kavan Looney, like we were, like we were gonna make the Western Conference Finals. Well, we could only hope that their team defense improves and ramps up for the playoffs, which it did last year. So, hopefully, they do so again this year. Hopefully, plus experience. You know what I mean? Yep. Thank you, Yurasek. Appreciate you. Uh, Thank you for having me. Of course, uh, Torino. How are you, man? Yeah, I'm all right, man. I hope uh, you and <clears throat> everyone had a uh, like we had All Star break. But hope everybody had a good little week away from uh, hoops, and um, you know uh, they came out, you know, with a dub, obviously. Um, so that's always great. Um, you know, yeah, you know, it was looking a little, you know, it was a little up and down, you know, through the uh, duration of the game, but. Ultimately, they asserted their dominance as being the better team and, you know, ultimately put them away. So, shout out to them for that. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, we were, uh, some people were, uh, mentioning Devin Vassell. I actually was super high on him coming out of college. I really wanted him to be on, I really wanted the Kings to, uh, take him. I'm not, I believe we, he was taken before we had the chance, which happens a lot, but, um, yeah, he was one guy I was super high on, and I actually still, I'm still high on him, like as a prospect. 
for us, maybe move forward, you know, the Spurs, you know, they have their, their uh, cornerstone piece. And maybe, you know, I'm not sure what his contract situation is or anything, but, you know, maybe when the time comes, if they don't trade him or anything, like if he becomes free agent and they look to go in, in a different direction, that's maybe a guy that the Kings try to, you know, look at. Um, I think he's like the perfect kind of, you know, wing that will fit our team, you know, timeline-wise, age-wise, you know, just we I know we're beyond trade. On, on the team and whatnot. Um, so it, it is out that on them. Yeah, but yeah, shout out to them for being able to, uh, you know, contain him the best they could because he was a bit on the heater. Um, you know, he was, I, honestly, he was, you know, from, you know, I had to kind of, the game was kind of, it was in my ear more so than what I was able to see, but you know, just from what I noticed, he was really kind of the uh, the fountain for them offensively. He was kind of their the, the offensive uh, firepower that they had all night. You know, so um, you know, shout out to them for being able to uh, kind of contain him and then also take everyone else off their rhythm. You know, and ultimately that's how we got the dub. So um, yeah, first game back, twenty seven more left. You know. Hopefully they can um, definitely, you know, go above 500 in these last 20, well now 27 games and, you know, uh, secure a top six spot, which I do believe they'll do. I, I think it might be a little too much of a pipe dream to think that they could be more consistent than they have been, but crazier things have happened as well. So you know, who, you know, never know, they may be <laughs> – the model of consistency in this last stretch, you know, for all we know, I mean, it's only been one game since. So, you know, this is the first, you know, um, showing post all-star break. So I think within the next five or so games, we'll kind of know what, how they're going to, you know, finish the season. Liz finally joined us. Uh, Glad you're in here. What's going on, Liz? All is good. You know, we won, we got to light the beam. Um, So great way to come back from the break. I'm happy. Did you see De'Aaron's layup over uh, Victor Wembanyama? I didn't know, but I saw um, I saw like the first quarter, most of that, which was nice because I feel like besides the defense was terrible, but it was nice to see us like I feel like we were just pushing the pace like a ton. Um, so that was really nice to see. It was good to see uh, Keegan hit some good shots. I thought Kevin Herter hit a couple good shots. De'Aaron was hitting some good shots. Uh, Sabonis was like doing his thing, which is crazy because he was, like, sick and, like, you know, basically doubtful coming into the game. Um, so that was definitely good to see. But, uh, yeah, I'm off to go back and watch the game. And credit to him for just battling and not backing down. I mean, and granted, I know Victor Wembanyama is not filled out yet. He doesn't have grown man strength yet. He's still a kid, basically, super young. And... Domas held his own. He got stuffed a few times, but he kept, you know, using his body, using the right angles, pushing him off a little bit to get layups and putbacks. It was really a sight to see. And I was wondering, and I think I said this in the DMs with uh, my dude Ross, and it's like, I've always called Sabonis our floor raiser, but he could arguably 
go into our ceiling raiser territory um, just with his consistent play. And if he could do this in the playoffs, uh, I feel like it's over. If everybody else does their job, we could get to the second round. I really do. So some of you, maybe you've seen that picture of Scotty Barnes is dribbling with his back towards Victor Wembanyama. So Victor Wembanyama is behind him. Yet Victor Wembanyama, because of his crazy-ass wingspan, uh, he's able to poke the ball away by going over Scotty Barnes' shoulder, who isn't short. He's 6'8". It was funny just seeing Trey Lyles out there uh, guarding Victor. Uh, he looked like freaking Jason Kidd out there. You know what I mean? He looked like, even though he's 6'10", he looked like he was 6'4". Uh, compared to Victor. But it was interesting because he did that to Domas too. And Domas is massive. We all know how big he is. And Victor was able to like reach around him and poke the ball away on one play anyways. I I didn't, yeah, I didn't notice anything else like that. But it's just crazy how good he's going to be. I can't help it. I usually am able to focus on the Kings. But not with that guy on the floor. I can't help but to be distracted and see what he's doing on both ends. It's wild. You guys are the best. Uh, I'm out of here. We are out of here for Liz. Good day, a good night and light the beam.